Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth! Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. It's exam revision season for quite a lot of students at the moment, so to help people out with that, this week I'm doing something a little bit special and broadcasting five daily episodes covering five powerful upgrades that can really help you move the needle when it comes to the effectiveness of your overall study system. For each of these upgrades, I'll be taking you through a number of different levels, typically three, uh, starting out with that level one, entry-level advice, uh, if the concept is brand new to you and you're new to starting out with it, right through to level three, which is more advanced tips uh, that that most students aren't using uh, to take the concept even further once you're already comfortable with the basics. So no matter whether no matter whether you're a beginner or advanced in any given of these five areas, I hope there'll be some useful takeaways from each of these five mini episodes to help you push each of the upgrades that bit further for you, uh, wherever you're starting from. Let's dive right into day two and my second upgrade. Spaced learning, spaced repetition, spacing. It's the principle that you don't just want to learn something in one sitting. You want to revisit it at time intervals spaced out over time. Hence, spaced learning. I'm not going to be talking about retrieval practice as part of these five upgrades uh, this week, but it's vital that your spaced learning means spaced retrieval practice. That is testing yourself at time intervals, not just looking back over it. Don't just look back over it for a second or third time. Actually test yourself on that material. Practice recalling it from memory and spacing that practice out over time. If you're new to the concepts of spacing or retrieval, or particularly retrieval practice, I highly recommend you go back to episode 66, The Six Pillars of Student Success, uh, and have a listen to that one, which introduces those two concepts uh, in more detail. So when it comes to implementing the idea of spacing, level one, the basics, is simply understanding that this is something you need to do. And, and this is where most people are at, in my experience. The majority of scholars I talk to intuitively understanding that they should be spacing, which is a great start. It's it's something. It's a concept a lot of people, uh, you know, don't need me to explain. They they know it intuitively. Perhaps they've heard it before, or it's just something they you know have an instinct about. And it's a good instinct. It's the right instinct. We should be spacing. The trouble is, and this is why we're doing a whole episode on it, spacing is a really tricky thing to actually implement and to act on consistently. So most people end up stuck at level one, knowing they should space, but not really doing it consistently. Level two advice then is about how to move past that hurdle and go from perhaps doing spacing inconsistently, kind of from time to time, to actually starting to space consistently. How do we do it? How do we cross that chasm? Well, the answer uh, is one I came up with years ago and have kind of gradually refined and honed over the years through teaching. And it's ended up as one of my absolute all-time favourite top tips. Uh, and it's a little bit of a house speciality. Uh, so listening carefully, this is, a, this is a good one. 
here's what you do. Every time you sit down to study, to revise, don't start by revising new material. Start with five to ten minutes testing yourself on whatever it was you did in your last revision session. So let me just unpack that idea. Every time you sit down to revise, don't start with new stuff. Start by testing yourself on what you did last time. Part of the power here is it's simple. You don't need overly elaborate, complex tracking or planning tables, as I was talking about last time. I'm not a fan when things get complex because it means we don't do them. We can't stick to them. And it's really easy for your spacing plan to get pretty complex pretty quickly. So the beauty of this system is it builds in little spacing opportunities right into your study routine. Very simply, all you need to do is remember every time you start a new revision session, don't start with new material, start by testing yourself on whatever you did last time. It's also very flexible. So it doesn't matter how you set up your uh, revision timetable, your study routine. Uh, We again talked a little bit about that last time. It doesn't matter how you've got it set up, whether you're doing I don't know, uh, one hour on Monday, Wednesday and Friday nights, or whether you're doing half hour blocks right throughout the whole day, nine to five, Monday to Friday, doesn't matter. However your timetable looks, however your routine looks, this principle still works. All you need to do is remember that every time you sit down for a new session of revision, whether it's 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever you like to do, don't start with new material, start by five minutes testing yourself on what you did last time. Now, how you test yourself comes down to how you were revising last time. So let's say you were doing practice questions last time. Well, you might not redo all the practice questions uh, you did before, but maybe you take one or two parts or subparts that you really struggled with or that you perhaps had to look up the answers for and have a second go at those. Um, Maybe you were doing making flashcards or making Q&A notes. Uh, I talk about these in much more detail as part of uh, my upcoming course in the Study Smarter Network, Total Memory Mastery. By the way, I'll I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Um, But if you're making flashcards or making Q&A notes, uh, you would simply test yourself on those Q&A notes, on those flashcards in the five to 10 minutes at the start of your next study session. Nice and simple. So we've got one round of spaced testing in, in your next study session, whenever it is, uh, we want to include a second one as well. So uh, I recommend choosing a day each week. Uh, let's say it's Friday. And whatever studying you do on a Friday, you're not looking at new topics at all for the whole of Friday. Friday just gets dedicated to a whole day of testing yourself now on everything you've done in the last seven days. So by the end of the week, we've got in two rounds of space testing. One, in the next study session, and then one in Friday at the end of the week. If you can do that, you will be in the top fraction of a percent of students in terms of the consistency of your spacing. Uh, So few students do this well, do this consistently, but this is such a great strategy. I've seen it work time and time again. It's a really good strategy for actually making the principle of spacing work for you in practice. So once you've got that dialed in, 
that's that's level two. That's fantastic. I would be so happy if you get to level two. Um, is there any advice I've got left for you? Is is there a third gear beyond level two? Well, as always, of course there is. There's there's always more I can give you. There's always more you can learn. There's always an extra level you can take it to. And when it comes to level three, getting to be a really advanced spacing uh, executor, <laughs> executor of spaced practice, um, you start to take that default advice, test yourself once at the start of the next session, and a second time at the end of the week. That's the kind of starter advice. And now you start to personalise it for you and, and tweak it and adapt it. In a nutshell, what you're doing when you're tweaking and adapting it is you're trying to get the right level of difficulty in your spaced testing. So every time you test yourself, you're not looking for the test to be too hard, but you don't want the test to be too easy either. There's this kind of golden zone somewhere in the middle where it feels a bit challenging, but not impossible. That's what we're aiming for. So if you're consistently finding the tests uh, extremely challenging, you're testing extremely challenging, you may want to add in more rounds of spaced testing closer together. So do more rounds of repetition and do them closer together in time. On the other hand, if you're consistently finding the tests really easy, you want to be aiming for fewer rounds of repetitions and spacing them further apart. As I mentioned, uh, I'm bringing out a course called Total Memory Mastery as part of the Study Smarter Network. And part of this course will cover in detail a range of templates for effective spacing routines, uh, as well as so much more to help you learn as fast as possible, especially if you've got a large volume of memorization work to do for your exam. I'm recording Total Memory Mastery this week, and I'm so excited to be putting it together. I'm having huge fun doing it. It's the most uh, comprehensive program I've ever put together on how to learn effectively, probably my favourite topic of all, uh, covering both the essential memory science that I believe all scholars should know about, as well as, uh, as hopefully you might expect from me, lots of super clear practical advice, step-by-step breakdowns, clear illustrations of what you're aiming for on exactly how to put best practice into action. Tons of really practical, pragmatic hints and tips to make sure you get the most out of your chosen learning strategy, whichever of the ones I teach that you ultimately decide you want to go for. Now, one of the extra little goodies I'm including in Total Memory Mastery uh, is the Tech Vault. So tech tools like Quizlet, Anki, Brainscape are becoming ever more popular learning solutions. They're not the only ways to learn effectively, and I do cover some excellent uh, other options as part of Total Memory Mastery. Um, but for those of you who do choose to go down a tech route, uh, this little video series in the Tech Vault is there for you. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a video walkthrough of you know, how to set up your learning app of choice uh, for success, what settings to use, uh, some of the things I recommend in terms of kind of how you set up your, your flashcards, for example, in Quizlet or Anki uh, to make sure you get the best results from it. Because I think all of these learning apps can work really, really well, um, but they all do have quite some quite significant flaws if you're not careful in how you use them. So for the first time, I wanted to, to teach that and uh, you can find those video walkthroughs in the tech vault. Study Smarter Network members uh, will start to see the total memory mastery lessons going live in their course library over the next few days. And as always, it's all backed up by personal advice and support in the office hours service. So if there's any questions you've got about how to make all the advice work for you and your specific circumstances, and I'm sure you will have those questions, you can ask via the office hours service. I'll get right back to you and you'll get the support and guidance you need. 
There is still time, folks, to join the Study Smarter Network as a founder member and get access to all of this and much more. Uh, head on over to examstudyexperts.com forward slash network to join us today. That's examstudyexperts.com forward slash network. So just to briefly recap my thoughts on spacing, level one is knowing that you want to space at all and trying to do it, um, perhaps a little bit inconsistently. Uh, level two is that advice about how to start to do it consistently. So two spacing repetitions, one at the start of the next study session, one at the end of the week. And then level three, making the uh, taking that starter level of starter kit advice uh, with those two levels of repetition and personalizing it, making your spacing routine work for you. Uh, and again, lots more detail on how to do that and the right way for you, available for you as part of Total Memory Mastery, backed up by personal advice and support in the Study Smarter Network. Please do check it out, examstudyexpert.com forward slash network. And just a signpost, what's coming up next in this little mini-series. Um, so tomorrow's episode will be all about effective ways to practice math-style problems so that you're test-ready and you get maximum points on the quantitative elements of your course. And then the day after that, I'll be talking about maximising your mark for longer written-style responses uh, that you have to produce in exam conditions, so almost like exam-style essays or, or mini-essays. Most of you listening are either going to be facing some maths or quantitative component as part of your course, or those kind of longer written essay style questions, answers uh, in the exam, or maybe even both of those. So I hope there'll be something for everyone over the next couple of days. Some really good advice I think I've got for you coming in both of those areas. So I look forward to seeing you then. Please do tune in. Look forward to your company for those. Uh, for now, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope this has been really helpful. Good luck with your spacing. It's such a powerful tool. I'm so excited for you to start using it. And I wish you every success, as always, in your studies.